0: Well, hello there beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Balanced Flawn podcast, Soul on Fire. I was listening to my podcast when when do I not? I'm so obsessed with the guests that I have on this podcast that I end up lately listening to my episodes a couple times through throughout the week, just because it's fun to kind of hear how it went and soak in more from my guest later on than I do during the conversation itself. I get new little nuggets of wisdom from them every time I listen. And every time I hear the intro of an episode, I laugh a little to myself because I say the same thing every time, at least the first it's, hey, guys, or whatever I say. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. And I sound hilarious like a wannabe radio announcer or something. And I feel like I'm going to start switching it up just for fun. So I tried to do that today, and I will switch it up more and more and more as time goes on just to keep things fresh and exciting because why the heck not? So today's guest to stick with the theme of what I always say is really exciting, really awesome. And she really is. She has totally changed my life. Actually, she's a hugely inspirational person to me. Her name is Kelsey Patel. She is a Reiki master, Reiki practitioner, and she also does a lot of other stuff. She's very entrepreneurial. She's also very down to earth. I don't know what some of you listening might assume or might already know about Reiki masters and people who practice Reiki, but it is energy work that is often transmitted through the hands and also with little mantras. And we'll get deeply into what Reiki is in this episode because I know if you're anything like me several months ago, I wasn't even sure really what Reiki was. Kelsey is in. Incredibly down to earth. She also owns a Pure Bar in Beverly Hills and she is a speaker and she teaches and she is someone who also kind of acts as a counselor. When I started working with Kelsey for Reiki, I found that we ended up talking more of the, kind of like the way I would in therapy about my life and challenges and things I'm going through and how it affects me and how it shows up energetically. And I find that so fascinating that that's the way that she works. And I love that we have just become really close friends. I feel like Kelsey and I must have known each other in a past life or we were completely destined to know each other and to do things together on this life path because it's just beautiful, the connection that we've made and what I've learned from her and the things I can tell her. She's just so supportive and You've probably heard me say this in a recent episode, but because I've been so excited about it, but we decided that I'm going to learn Reiki from her, how to be a Reiki practitioner. And I'm thrilled about that because I feel like that is part of this evolutionary path in my spiritual journey. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, then you know that my spiritual journey has just gotten really intense and really deep. And there's lots of lots of inner work happening and it excites me every day. I feel like I've been channeling and I have in part Kelsey to thank for that. So thank you, Kelsey. And also Kelsey is just so deeply intuitive in such a cool regular human kind of way. Like I was leaving her house a couple of weeks ago and she was, and little did she know I was absolutely starving because I do this awful thing where I run from place to place to place and meeting to meeting to meeting and I stack my day. And sometimes that doesn't always include getting a proper meal in. So I'm always, I'm one of those people who's always looking forward to dinner, to like an early dinner because I run myself all over town during the day. I try not to do this and I wouldn't recommend this to anybody, but I do do this. And so usually come like three thirty, four p.m. if I'm far from home, I'm like, all right, I'm done with the day. Get me home. I want to roast all my vegetables. I want to fry up some salmon. Let me have my dinner. I'm starving. So I was feeling this way on the way out of Kelsey's house a couple weeks ago. She should have never known that because I never let on. People have never once asked me, oh, hey, are you hungry? Because I don't act like it. I just act whatever, normal. So I'm on the way out the door. Kelsey lives downtown. I live in Brentwood. It's a far drive. Anyone who lives in LA should know at rush hour, super far. It was going to be at least an hour and 15 minutes before I was home, even beginning to make dinner. So she looks at me and she's like, you're hungry. And I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. And she was like, Jordan, don't lie to me. You're hungry. I'm getting you a bar for the road. And she ran and got me an RX bar. I love RX bars. So I was really excited. And I just appreciated that. I was like, excuse me, but how did you know that? And it just goes to show Kelsey's really intuitive. And as I always say, we all have that type of intuition at our fingertips Others of us are more gifted in that arena, clearly like someone like Kelsey, because she's tapped into more than just being an intuitive person. She is a healer by trade, and that's beautiful. But also, I love some things we discuss in this episode for how all of us can access our intuition. And you'll find that that's something that I've been talking about with a lot of my guests, because I want everybody listening to also find their own intuition like these wonderful, wonderful guests I've been having who are so open and so spiritual and just so kind. So definitely stay tuned because Kelsey and I plan to host a retreat together in early 2018. We're manifesting it. It's going to come together. It's going to be Reiki and yoga and moon circles and channeling and writing, and it's just going to be epic. It's going to be Epic, epic. So actually shoot me a message or an email if you're interested because you can always get on the list to be one of the first to know. But regardless, we'll make sure everybody knows when it happens. So before we get this conversation started with Kelsey, I wanted to go ahead and give a huge thank you to today's podcast sponsor, Primally Pure. So you guys have probably heard me talk about Primally Pure because I was on the hunt for a natural deodorant that actually worked for a while. And I asked you guys what you liked. And most people said Primally Pure. I mean, there's a lot of great brands, but it was overwhelming the amount of people who told me to check out Primally Pure, including some of my wellness blogger friends like Rachel Mansfield. She uses Primally Pure all the time. So I decided to give it a shot. I actually fell in love with it. It Rocked my world because I learned that you can use natural deodorant and not put disgusting, toxic aluminum and other ingredients on your armpits, which is so close to our breasts, which for women is a terrifying thing given the rise of breast cancer and just putting toxic harmful chemicals on our body is no good. So I really fell in love with Primally Pure. I absolutely love their tea tree variety. It smells so good. I also love their unscented just because I do have super sensitive skin. So depending on the day, depending on if I've recently shaved, um, I like to use the unscented, which is good for people who have sensitive skin because they also switched up that formula a little bit so that it doesn't burn since it's all natural ingredients. So we decided to put together a giveaway for this episode, and I'm super stoked to announce it. The giveaway is going to include a deodorant, a dry shampoo, a rose and mint complexion mist, a fancy face serum, and a sea soak. And we are going to offer this giveaway, obviously, to anyone and everyone listening. And the way that you can enter is by heading over to Instagram and commenting on my latest Instagram photo, which probably at this point is about this episode. So it'll likely be a photo of me and Kelsey or something talking about Kelsey and Primally Pure. And you can go ahead and comment and tell us why you are looking to use more natural products in your life and why you're dying to try Primally Pure. So... It's really cool that Primally Pure has a lot of different products. They don't just do deodorant, but their natural deodorant is definitely their best seller. And it's the product that they consistently receive tons and tons of positive reviews about. And I definitely see why. And just to dive a little deeper and explain to you guys why they have a sensitive skin variety and why that's important, even though it's all natural, and you might assume that all natural deodorants shouldn't bother anyone's skin, it's actually true that some skin types can be sensitive to baking soda, and that's an ingredient in a lot of natural deodorants, natural products. So they have created the sensitive skin version that is just made with smaller amounts of baking soda. And it's also fortified with some other ingredients like non-nano zinc oxide and kaolin clay. And speaking as someone with incredibly sensitive skin, I can tell you that I appreciate that so much because that was one of my big gripes with natural deodorants at first was that they would really burn my armpits, unfortunately especially if I had recently shaved. And I try to do that every day, shave. So uh, I definitely don't want to be getting burnt. So I love, love, love their unscented, their sensitive natural deodorant, but I also love their other scents because I can handle them because I don't actually find this brand to really irritate me like others have. So lemongrass, lavender, and tea tree are some of their best sellers. They smell so good. You basically walk around smelling like essential oils, And it's also true that tons of dry shampoos contain harmful chemicals. So their dry shampoo does not contain harmful chemicals. It really works. And if you have noticed, I recently went a lot lighter with my hair. I cut several inches off. And every time I do that, I try not to wash my hair super often because the bright blonde color can really get doled out when I wash my hair too often with this Los Angeles Water. So I have to say I've been using dry shampoo all of the time. And Primally Pures really, really works. And it works after a sweaty vinyasa class. It works after I go on a run. And my hair still actually happens to smell really good. You can ask Jonathan. And I think he would tell you my hair doesn't smell bad. So the other really cool thing is they're offering a promo code. You can use Balanced Blonde at checkout for a free lip balm. So you'll just have to put that lip balm into your cart and it has to be your first purchase. But at PrimallyPure.com, use that code and you'll get a free lip balm. So super cool. I love supporting natural brands and especially things that we put onto our body because I feel like things we put onto our body often get overlooked in favor of the things that we're putting into our bodies, but it's just as important to put non-toxic ingredients on our skin because it soaks right in. So Primally Pure, you're awesome. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. And without further ado, let's talk to Miss Kelsey Patel. Okay, guys. I'm here with Kelsey Patel. Yay! Yay! I already feel so good, so grounded. <laughs> I'm feeling like I should start all of my interviews this way with <laughs> Reiki and crystals and, and oils. oils. And basically having a therapy session about <laughs> everything that has been in my head for the last... Week or weeks, mm-hmm. so I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so, I'm so glad to be oh, here. so excited to share you with my listeners. So everyone listening, Kelsey, is amazing. I was introduced to her at a group Reiki yes. session oh, yeah. I forgot with that. the girls of That's so Retrograde who have been on this podcast. I love them. They're the best. so, they invite, I think I told you this, but I'll tell everyone listening. They invited me to that event. I had only recently met them. I had them on the podcast Mm -hmm. and they had been talking about you and saying, I can't believe, we can't believe rather that you don't know Kelsey. (laughs) Um, You guys like have to know each other. You're just, you would vibe so much. So um, they invited me to that group meditation at the den in West Hollywood. And a lot of a lot of events I just don't go to because, well, I, I just made that decision for myself. Same. That same, yeah. same. Because if you go There's to so many, then you're then you're just an event goer all yeah. of the time. So I pick and choose. I immediately knew I was going to this event. I was so excited about it and had this magical, I would say, experience in the class. You had an incredible
1: experience. Yeah, Yeah. where
0: Kelsey put her hands over me and did Reiki, which we'll totally get into what Reiki is and what she does. And Um, you're all going to get Reiki today, by the way. She's going to do distance (laughs) Reiki on everyone listening. So get ready for your Reiki experience. It's so special. So she put her hands over me. So I didn't really know much about Reiki. So I didn't know what to expect. I had no expectations. I just thought, well, I knew you're standing above me with your hands over Mm -hmm. me. I was meditating. And I felt all of a sudden my spine getting straighter and my my crown chakra, my Mm -hmm. crown of my head was like levitating what it felt like up to the ceiling and kind of like buzzing. So I was just sitting tall with just total ease, which for me is... Awesome, because I have, like, my shoulders always hurt, and that's why I do yoga every day. Sitting up straight, kind of, I don't like sitting. I'm much more of, like, a stander, lay down kind of person. So, it was, like, this amazing feeling for the rest of the meditation. I was floating and, like, buzzing and... Everything was like clear. My mind had so much clarity. So that was crazy. Awesome. It was an amazing day. And I remember
1: now it's me calling out like how much I don't know about that living in LA. Sometimes I'm like, I'm not worthy to live here because I go to show up to a celebrity's house and I don't know who they are. And I don't really know people's names too much. But I remember we met afterwards and everybody was like, you don't know Jordan. And I was like, no, hi, I'm Kelsey. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, oh, I have this blog and podcast. And I was like, cool.
0: Awesome. Yeah, let's definitely connect. Little did I know <laughs> that you're a superstar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, no, I don't expect you to have any clue. <laughs> we were like just meeting and we had so many connections there at that particular event where because I at least realize wow we know so many so, so many, many of the same people. people yeah and kind of I mean I've been telling my podcast listeners that having this podcast has put me on this path to meet people who who are totally meant to be in my life who are teaching me so much and I mean I'm telling you this you're like the most intuitive person ever (laughs) you already know you're like yeah uh uh-huh exactly and it's it's so special to me because I didn't know that when I started this podcast I thought I was you know gonna interview cool people and like just see what happened but I didn't know it was gonna spark a, a spiritual self discovery path and that a healing is, journey yeah, really a too. healing journey yeah exactly so we have so much to get into about all of that um, yes i want to keep telling everyone listening kind of about about you and you are a reiki master mm-hmm. which you'll definitely define for us in a second yes and you own pure bar beverly hills mm-hmm. you teach yoga you lead retreats around the world workshops You do private sessions, as I know, because I've gotten the incredible opportunity (laughs) to have several with you that are so amazing. You do emotional freedom technique, the tapping, which has helped me so much. The things that you've tapped into me, so cool. So those are just among the things that you do. You're also a mother. Yes. And you have a husband who's awesome, who I've met. So you, you darling. So much. So Tell us kind of like what, who you are and what a day in the life (laughs) day in the life of Kelsey. Yeah. Well,
1: living in LA, as most of us know, it's a lot of driving. Uh, Yes. uh, Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like sometimes I'm still figuring out who I am. I feel like, you know, a lot of people will tell me all the time. They're like, what, you know, what are you or what do you do? And my answer is usually, I don't know. I... I feel like I'm on this path right now of just continued self discovery and self healing and self love. And I work on it every day. And as my path unfolds, that's kind of the work that I'm in at the moment. Is, you know, when I got into Pure Bar, it was after working in the United States Senate in Washington, DC, and then a big Fortune 500 company for five years. And I got into Pure Bar because I felt like my body was broken after so much job sitting and corporate stress and all of that. And I was a dancer my whole life. So I was like, I need to get back into my body. It feels it absolutely felt broken. I'd gained all this weight. I was drinking wine every night. I was taking Advil you know, all the time. And that was how Pure Bar started. And then I got into Pure Bar and then being a business owner brought a whole new wave of stress and anxiety that I didn't think I could get any more anxious than I was. (laughs) And I turns out I could. And that brought a whole new wave of like stress. And for me, whenever I have stress, it manifests into like physical pain because I use my body so much. So I had back pain and just all this crazy stuff. And that was how I found Reiki. And then I got into Reiki, not because, again, I had any desire to like become a Reiki master. That was never the goal. The goal was, oh, this is really, this really helps me. So I want to learn it so I can practice it on myself. And then one thing leads to another. And then sure, there I am opening up like a wellness center and doing Reiki and EFT. And then I got my yoga certification. So it's like my journey has really just been following my own needs. And then suddenly that becomes the career I'm in. So
0: that's the dream that's like the (laughs) ultimate for everybody is just following what you need what you want and what you're passionate about and creating a career out of it I mean maybe that's not what everybody wants that's always what I've wanted is to create a career based off of what you love because then it doesn't even feel like you're working no it it's you're totally
1: right is now sometimes I drive around and I'm like wait People are paying to come to a meditation class with me because I, you know, and I really find that the more I stop trying, this is going to sound so weird, but the more I stop trying, the more I am in the flow and the more I'm receiving. Like the minute I think, oh, what am I going to teach or How am I going to teach this class? Or what am I going to plan for this retreat? And I get all analytical and kind of You know, driven by my ego, I now know that that's the doubt and the insecure Kelsey and the, you know, little girl Kelsey that's sitting at the head of the table. And I'm able to create a practice for myself now where I can let her be loved, but also not get to sit at the head of the table. Because when I flow and when I stop figuring out, like, how the hell am I going to do all these things in one day? and my ego will try to get the best of me. The minute I let go, and the minute I breathe, and the minute I drop into my breath and my body, like, I'm telling you, shit just flows. And I am in the midst of my day, and suddenly more time is being brought into my schedule than I can imagine. It's amazing. Like, I think we can expand time.
0: I that's so cool and I agree. When there's so many people in my life and I mean me included almost daily I catch myself saying this, well I don't have time. Yes, I hate that phrase. I don't have time and I have people close to me who will say, well, "I wish I could do that. I don't have I don't time. have time or the meditation. Right. I would start to meditate. I just don't have time." Well, yeah. Exactly. And of course those are the people who need it the, need most. It the most. There was some who was it? Some Kundalini teacher that said For the those who think that they don't have time to meditate, they need to meditate double the time. Well, actually, I think I know
1: there's even this quote and I can't remember who it's by, but it says if you don't have five minutes to meditate, you need to meditate for an hour. Oh, there we go. If you have an hour, you can meditate for five minutes. Yeah. So it's really about and the whole philosophy behind it is really resetting your belief and priority system about kind of, you know. I think now in our society, everybody suffers from this epidemic and syndrome of constantly being busy, right? And whenever I ask somebody, how are you? Not how are you doing? Because the doer is the ego constantly. Go, 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 go. Do, 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 do. So I can figure out my value and my worth in life. And it's like, how are you? How is your being? How are you being? Right? And a lot of people... Don't stop to connect on that level. And whenever the answer is, I'm great, just been so busy.
0: Always. And
1: now my thing is, is I tell people, I'm like, what if you use the word full instead? Do that. Yeah, my life is really full right now. Yes. Because it changes your relationship even with your
0: lifestyle. Yeah, it's a choice to Mm -hmm. have that, that fullness. Yeah. I'm with you. Slowing down and not feeling like I have to be busy all the time has been the biggest game changer. In my whole entire life. Yeah. And also back to what you were saying about like planning less and just kind of living in the flow and going with the flow. I was wondering that today because I came to your Reiki group session today at Soho House. And I was wondering so much if that all just comes to you in the moment, everything you were saying, or if it was planned. And I'm just so curious. Well, tell us. No,
1: I would say it's really... It's both, meaning I don't ever, I've learned the hard way not to plan a class, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even, you know, and sometimes maybe with a yoga class, you know, obviously there's stuff that I'll kind of know that I want my end pose to be so that I can work my way towards that for students. But I really feel like with honoring the practices of meditation and honoring the practices of being, I as a teacher also then need to be willing to show up and simply be. And that is when the most powerful experiences are created is because I'm not my ego is not trying to manipulate it or my mind's not trying to control things or really just allowing my beingness to be enough. and that I have to trust and let go and allow myself to be in the space with everybody else. And that is the most powerful, palpable experiences. That people can have is when we all kind of release the veil of control and release the desire to really manipulate a situation or an event or a relationship with others and let that veil go so that the truth and the vulnerable self can be seen. I always say to people, you know, before my husband and I go into any event, it can be a dinner with friends, it can be, you know, a big Event that I'm leading or something will always set an intention. And so the idea is to consciously connect to the energy, consciously connect to the time and the space. And I do that every time before I came in here, before I teach a class. Anytime I'm showing up someplace, I really consciously create and set a quick blessing or an intention. And then I let go. So it's like, it's not about just showing up blindly and letting yourself spin around and then see what happens. But you can consciously create an intention, walk into a space, but then the minute you walk in, you let you let any demand or expectation or manipulation of that go so that you can allow it to find you and meet you. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love that. As someone who gets notoriously attached to things and intentions and everything, that's a really good way to go about things I like I really like hearing that
1: yeah it's like set your intention you get to have needs and wants and desires but then the trick is if you will can you speak it say it feel it share it and then release it yes and then more abundance and more magic will actually come to find you
0: totally because you let it go yeah I like that. I'm always asking myself that question with teaching yoga. And as a pretty new teacher, I've been teaching since about November. I learned so much about myself every time I go to teach. And I'm much more on the side of living in the flow and not wanting to prepare beforehand, mm-hmm. which, of course, if anyone from yoga Works is listening, they would not agree <laughs> because there's, there's a method and sure. there's... Building up to the peak pose, and I do that probably subconsciously because I want to teach a safe class. But um, I like to see who's there first, and yeah, how see can what you possibly energy is. predict
1: the time and the space and the day for your students? I mean, it is. It's, and I think that's part of flexibility of life, right? Is you may have an expectation of a partner, or of a child, or of an animal, or of whatever, um, of God, you know, universe. But it's about also then letting yourself just flow with what you're given and also being grateful and being in the moment of that.
0: Yeah. And it's fun. I think it's creatively very fun to do that, to to kind of like reach the flow, the vinyasa flow of the class and decide in the moment. Is yes. this going to be a Crescent Lunge or is this going to be a Warrior One? No, I and think just that's kind of like go with it. And for me, It's like the most fun that I have all day long. And um, it's just interesting because there's a lot of different philosophies out there about how to teach or how to lead a group, which Mm -hmm. is something that you do all the time, whether you're teaching a fitness class or leading a meditation. And so I found myself wondering a lot about your method as you were teaching today because it felt very in the flow, like in the moment. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to do. Like normally that class at Soho
1: house is packed. You can't find a spot to sit. And today we were fortunate to have a smaller class. It was still a decent size, but just meaning it gave me more opportunity then to create in the moment. Yeah. And we allowed, all got to
0: share yeah. and speak. And I'm sure that doesn't happen when there's 60 people. Mm-mm. So it was beautiful because,
1: and that's, it is, I can go in and expect 60 people, but then when I get there, and it's like minute by minute, you're just waiting to see who arrives and who comes. I mean, there will be times when you teach a yoga class and you can't do headstands at the wall because it's too packed. There's no space. So you have to find a new way to have an inversion, right? Exactly. And that's part of, you know, to me, that's really the communion we get to have and create every day in our lives, in our waking lives with these beating hearts. Every... Freaking day you are creating. And for those of my brothers and sisters that listen to this podcast and that I see in life, it's like, why would you want to try to know? And why would you want to try to control each and every day that you're living? You know, it's like we had that girl today in Soho House. When people really, really, really struggle with control issues or they have a lot of anxiety and they want to anticipate and predict what's coming up in their life, that usually comes from a place inside of them where in the past, they had a moment and an experience that they couldn't predict, a part of life that they weren't able to control. And so then the ego pops in and is like, let's try to control everything from here on out because things are scary and life has pain and blah, 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 (laughs) and it really does become that robotic of a reaction and an interaction with life where you want to try to control and manipulate and decide like who needs to sit where at a dinner party and how it needs to be and this and that. And it's so controlling that it's actually taking away from the joy and the essence and the flow of life. You know, when a tree, when leaves fall from a tree, do you think the tree is like, no, don't go. You can't leave. I wasn't ready yet. It's
0: that nature is always such an amazing example for us to be in flow with life, to allow things to die. So true. And a lot of things that you've said to me over the course of having the chance to work with you, I think about it every day, like a lot of just the snippets, the tidbits that you've shared, like the ego, which you're talking about now. It's so healing to catch myself thinking, kind of to catch myself. So maybe I'm like, Seeing something like, wait, why didn't I know about that or something? And then to go to the place of, well, that's my ego speaking. Like who's talking right now? Right. And kind of like, as you say, like showing that part of me love and taking care of that part of me. And then also recognizing, well, that's the ego and I'm me. I'm this universal being. And why would I waste my time or like spend my time? Being worried about that or upset about that. And I found that to be so healing. And then you let that go. Yeah. It's like, it helps me with those attachment issues that I have. And when you let go, you allow it,
1: right? So it's like for anybody even, you know, listening where it's like, think about things in your life right now that you aren't wanting or willing to let go of, right? Like, where are you trying to control shit in your life? And let's be honest, how's that working out for you? right probably not very well or maybe there's a lot of you know energetic emotion and physical emotion that's being put into it and that's draining or people who feel tired all the time or people who feel like they have physical pains or people who have you know constantly i hear from people that they have stress and anxiety you know that really is a choice and a lot of people would be like that's no that's not true i don't choose to feel stressed and anxious and i would totally argue I would say I've been there. I know what it feels like. And I can truly, honestly, deeply tell you it is a choice every day to choose to feel stressed and to choose to feel the anxiety that is happening in your life. And I'm not saying there aren't big things that are going on, but you really do have a choice each and every day of how you show up and what choices you're going to make next for the next moments of your life.
0: Yeah. I absolutely agree, and there have been so many things in my life where I have been so resistant to let go of them, and then not only once I do let go, and I do see that the universe then in turn gives me what I now have space for, yeah, it's unbelievable it's unbelievable like just one example for people listening, so maybe they could find that what that something might be for them is I've told myself my whole life. I don't let go of people. I don't let go of people. And it's a strength and a weakness all wrapped into (laughs) one. And I can be that girl who can have every single person in her life. So collecting friends and ex-boyfriends and family members. And oh, even though no one else talks to that family member because they've, you know taken, 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 walked all over. They don't reciprocate love. I can still have that person in my life. I'll be the person who still is on very good terms with everybody. And I was like that with every person that I dated. We would break up. Oh, I'll find a way to forgive them and we can be friends because I can take care of this person and I'll make sure that they're okay. And I was like this my whole life. And then about two years ago, well, I started to kind of let go of like very toxic people, um, mm-hmm. which was healing, but it was really only back in like October, November of 2016, so pretty recent, yeah. right around the time I started this podcast, where I made the choice to let go of a couple people who I was really holding on to, really attached to, that were blocking me, I felt, from ever being in a healthy relationship, like a healthy romantic relationship. So I thought, all right, I'm going to do this and I'll see if letting go of these people will open me up to maybe finding someone. But I had already kind of told myself that's probably not going to happen. It's not going to happen very fast because I'm in this career oriented place and I haven't found that right person and it's just not the time. And it was pretty crazy what happened when I let go and also simultaneously became super clear on what I wanted and set intentions every day for kind of like the whole month leading up to this new year. And I truly believe the space was created and it was opened up and I was clear on what I wanted, which was good things. Good things not. I let go of this attachment of all these toxic things and toxic people and was, was brought this beautiful person who was already in my life. One of my best, closest friends. And all of a sudden, we were available for each other. And you became, but it's
1: because you had a new set of eyes. Yeah. You were seeing in different ways and having more lucid, space to see what you did want right and it's like it wasn't and it's not about blaming or shaming the other quote-unquote people right right? it they can any everybody gets to be who they are and there's no need to like try to fight that it's more about letting yourself see what parts of you are becoming or allowing yourself to feel toxic based on it could be relationships with people. It could be a job. It could be all these different things, but it's like, you get to decide what, and it's funny, even as we hear the noise outside, Mm -hmm. because anytime things come up of like really having to look at who do I blame? Who do I get to blame for what's happening in my life and what's happening in the moment? And where else can I blame so that I don't have to take responsibility? Right? Yes. And it's, So it's such an amazing practice to keep looking at yourself over and over and over again and say, what feels in alignment in my life right now? And where do I not feel aligned? And you get to look and then consciously make those new choices of like, that energy is not matching the energy. I may not feel it right now, but the energy that I want to start to feel does not seem like that is in alignment with the energy. And that's also part of Reiki is bringing balance. And harmony into the body, into the mind, into the spirit. So when things aren't in harmony, you can feel, you'll feel imbalanced. And most of us are always imbalanced in some way, and that's a-okay, but it's about being conscious enough to say, where am I imbalanced right now? And what do I want? What am I willing to actually do about it?
0: Yes, exactly. And everything you're saying, as always, is just speaking to me so profoundly because, well, A, the noise outside. Mm-hmm. I was immediately like, no, these people need to, control. to this it. This so loud. This is like people are, who are listening are going to tell me that they heard something really loud and it was annoying to them and then I'm going to, you know, feel bad and all of this control. So that, but also kind of so... Once I opened up all that space in my life and had this beautiful new space for so much more, the relationship, but more, teaching yoga, having this podcast, other things, I continuously realize every day I still have to keep that space open and keep being in alignment and finding that balance. It's not like I found it, I achieved it, okay, bye. Like, no, life's God, great no. now. It's it's not. It's, It's daily. And so that, to me, is actually exciting because... Every day, it's the opportunity to continue taking care of myself, working on myself so that I can be there for others and also just have this. But most importantly, be there for yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's ding, 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 Jordan. Be there for myself and for Huddy. And for (laughs) Huddy, of course. Hudson, just so everyone listening knows, Hudson immediately was drawn to Kelsey (laughs) when she walked He'd never met her before, but she walked in. He basically laid himself at her feet, like facing her, <laughs> which means like I trust you. Like my belly is open to you. And now he's just so basking sweet. in the sun. And he is basking perfect. In. He's
1: reminding all of us of what we get to make time for in our life. Yeah. It's like I believe everybody needs to have moments in their week to just bask in the sun, to not do anything, to trust that you're already being enough. And yesterday even I had a really big day and i had like for maybe an hour before i had clients in the evening and i had this plan right my expectation was that i was going to go work out because i need to move my body because this i'm only going to get to work out this many times this week blah, 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 blah. and i got home and i was exhausted and i was like the only thing i want right now is a fucking nap and i took it and i slept for 50 minutes it was kind of like meditation slash nap. And I had my hands on my heart and I was just holding my heart and breathing and allowing myself to rest and telling myself all these wonderful things about just like that I'm safe to rest. And I'm so grateful for the day. And uh, this time is just for me. And it was beautiful. And I was able to completely pass out and fall asleep. And I felt unbelievable and revitalized. And had I pushed myself to go work out, I know that I would have just been resentful the rest of the night. And that's a part of me knowing what I need for me because I'm still a human being. You know, it's like, especially people who are in the giving profession or want to get into healing and coaching and all of that stuff, I always remind them, like, you're a human being too. And there's kind of this epidemic with healers and holistic practitioners where they're always getting sick <laughs> or always feeling run down. And it's because like, oh, look at that. You just tipped the scale. You, you're you imbalanced right now because you're not choosing to give to yourself. You want to show up for everybody else, but you're not showing up for yourself. So how can you possibly feel balanced? How can you possibly keep giving when you've tipped the scale? Right? Yeah. So it's about creating that harmony. And you're right. It's every single Mm -hmm. day. Every day I wake up, I have no idea how I'm going to feel. I don't even know what I'm going to need, but I can show up moment by moment with myself and check in and see what I need.
0: Yeah. No, that daily check-in is so important. And I connected so much with what you said when you were teaching the class earlier, how you chose to work out this morning, which now like seeing what your last few days have been like, it makes so much sense. You chose to exercise this morning so that you could feel good in your body versus maybe spending that extra time doing your hair and makeup and showing up for this whole full day that you have. And I love that because you just, you listen to your body day by day by day. Yep. And and I stopped caring, you know, and sometimes
1: I still care because that's, again, the human part of all of us. But like I genuinely can say I have stopped giving a shit about What other people see me as, or if they think I'm pretty or not pretty, or like I really don't care because I noticed how that was impacting the way that I was choosing to see myself. And that's kind of like the philosophy I was talking about this morning in class is enough now. Like I I am enough now, enough now with trying to belittle myself or find some imperfection in myself, enough now with giving two like fucks about what other people need from me or want from me. Like I've even gotten to that point now where I allow myself to see what I need from me, not what anybody else needs from me because that's where I know, and this is for me, that's where I know I start to become imbalanced is when I care more about what other people need from me than I need from myself.
0: Yes. I love hearing that, especially because I I have this opposite problem sometimes where I have never, like, really cared about, like, putting makeup on, doing my hair. I'm always the person who's, like, running out the door in workout clothes with my hair in a bun, yep. like, like, every time you've ever seen me, for yep. sure, because it's... of the time and I'll have this opposite problem going on where I think should I be putting more effort into my appearance because it is it's a part of everything and it's not like I don't take care of myself I mean I fully shower and do all the hygienic things and take great care of myself on a self-care level but it's that outer thing it's like I'm sometimes sitting with someone who just looks amazing. Like they have gotten their hair and makeup yeah. done. They're all dressed up, and they look so professional. And then sometimes I'm like, "Am I doing something wrong?" what this wrong? epidemic
1: is? And again, I'm the girl that's usually top, not no makeup on, all of it. But in from both of those perspectives, it's all the coin of comparison, right? So it's like comparing if I'm spending too much time, or comparing if I'm not spending enough time, and comparing yourself to others, period. And it is a bottomless pit of feeling, again, just like not enoughness. And that to me is what I would tell everybody is, you know, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of not enoughness, just start comparing yourself to others. And people do it so subconsciously, they don't even know. Scrolling on Instagram you know, looking on a billboard, taking a fitness class and looking at all the other people in the class. I mean, there's comparison all day, every day. But what happens is that's why in yoga, they'll always say, you know, or I will always say, and a lot of teachers do too, like stay on your mat, you know, and that's why we focus on breath. Because I read this quote the other day, if you can control and hold your own breath, meaning, and I don't mean control, like hold the breath, but hold it inside your own body, then no one can take your peace. So when you own your breath, you own your peace. And that's really a reminder of like, keep your eyes focused inside. Keep your eyes focused on how you're feeling, right? Your internal eye. The external eye will always have you shifting and demanding of yourself and comparing yourself. But the internal eye will just be able to focus on what you need and how you're feeling and where you're at in life. And you still get to show up for other people and you still get to give and be a compassionate human being, but it comes from a space of internal love, internal enoughness,
0: right? Yes, yes. I'm so glad you just said all of that because when you said um, part of that earlier in class, I wanted to write it down and I wasn't going to take out my phone. So I'm so glad you just said it here. It's, yeah, that's, it's so important. Like we have the power over our own peace. All we have to do is breathe, really. And how many times a day do we not breathe at all? I mean, and bring me. it back home.
1: Yeah. Like anytime, and I've done this practice of meditating where, you know, even like after anybody even listening, if you practiced or if you've never tried meditation, try it. And when you're done, I encourage you before you kind of like blink your eyes open and get the day going, open your eyes first and then allow everything that you see right away to come right back into your heart. So it's like with open awake eyes, you allow yourself to feel and breathe consciously and bring it all back into your heart. So it's not just open your eyes and then it becomes an external world. You consciously open your eyes and still stay in this essence of internal. Yeah, I love that. That's
0: so healing to hear. Yeah. So I kind of want to backtrack because I'm just imagining a lot of people listening don't know what Reiki is and don't know what a Reiki master and a Reiki practitioner is. So maybe you could give us some definitions. Yeah, of course. So Reiki
1: is universal life force energy. It's a Japanese healing modality. Reiki master Sui developed the technique. Um, It's not compared to yoga and other things. It's not as old, right? This was um, a couple hundred years ago, but practices of Reiki have been sort of said to have been found much before him, kind of as all yeah. of, all the history goes. But what's amazing about Reiki is you're using the palm chakras, right? So if we imagine that every part of our body is connected, right? And you have the main chakras that people would talk about, the crown, the third high, sacral chakra, kind of all of those Center points, but our palms, our feet have chakras. There's nadis, there's energy points. There's, I think, 72,000 or some ridiculous number of energy points within each of our physical beings. So you use the palm chakras in Reiki to basically connect to life force energy for healing, for harmony, for balance in the recipient. So anytime I'm practicing Reiki, it's really opening up my being to become this vessel of energy so that the life force energy can be transmitted through my palm chakras to whoever is receiving it, including myself, if I do a Reiki treatment on myself. So, um, and to me, Reiki has become so much more than just the moment of healing. I think it's allowed me to kind of tap into this intuitive side that I've had since I was a little child, but I don't think it was, I grew up in North Dakota, so it wasn't, you know, wasn't always talked about or connected with energy and, you know, yoga and everything that we practice now. So I think Reiki just became a portal for me to also tap into this whole other paradigm that I have going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So when was the first time that you remember knowing that you were intuitive, like having an intuitive moment?
1: Gosh, I would say it was when I was little. I don't know if there's an exact memory, but what I do know is I was very much an empath growing up and I could sense right away bad people, good people. I could feel kind of intuitively and my mom and dad have all these funny stories about stuff when I was younger of like just no, I was very observant and I would sort of always want everybody to be included and everybody to feel happy and everybody to feel like they were a part of something. So even as a little kid, I would be like orchestrating events and like bossing people around to create experiences together and noticing who was kind of out and who was in. And I feel like it was always sort of my calling to create these harmonious events.
0: Wow, I think we were very similar because I I connect with that with being very yeah empathic. I mean yes. everything everything you just said. All right, so just a brief little break from this extremely enticing conversation with Kelsey. She is just amazing, and I'm stoked that you guys are soaking in everything wonderful about her. I wanted to give a second to thank our second podcast sponsor for today's episode, Sun Basket. I'm actually staring at my Sun Basket box right now. My meals, my latest meals arrived today, and I'm so excited to make more of them. I already made some for lunch because I got ravenous, and I don't know if everyone does this. Probably most people don't, but I picked out some of my favorite things from each of the three meals and made my own separate meal because I like to be creative like that. But I just made a little thing of gluten-free pasta and green beans and sweet potato and Arugula and a little bit of soft boiled eggs. So that was delicious. And so let me tell you guys a little bit about Sunbasket. Sunbasket is a healthy meal delivery service because Sunbasket knows that a huge part of eating healthy is literally just finding the time to actually eat healthy. So taking the time to plan your meals, truck to the farmer's market, figure out portion control all of that really ends up adding up, especially for those of us who are on the go and we're busy and we're all over the place. So if you're anything like me and you're also all over the place, then you'll love Sun Basket because everything's pre-portioned. You get all the ingredients for the meals that you want to try. You get to pick them every week and they deliver delicious, healthy recipes with fresh ingredients straight to your door. And the other really cool thing about them, which is why they are easy to fit in with my lifestyle is that you can prepare each Sun Basket meal in just 30 minutes. So it really makes healthy cooking very easy, very simple. You're not going to be slaving away in your kitchen for an hour and a half or something that's just really not realistic for many of us. And the other cool thing about their ingredients is that they're all organic and non-GMO. They're from the best farms and the best fishermen. Everything is seasonal and sustainably sourced. And they also offer paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, breakfast, and lean and clean options, each of which is created by an award-winning chef and are all nutritionist approved. Each recipe comes with pre-measured fresh ingredients and easy to follow directions. And it's actually delicious. So it's really fun. I have a lot of fun cooking these with friends or with Jonathan or just myself and it's a nice way to unwind from the day. So it's easy, but it's not as easy as like ordering takeout, for example, which is also not healthy and you still get your time in the kitchen, which is super nice. So go to sunbasket.com slash balanced today and you'll get three free meals with your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash balanced to get three healthy, easy to prepare meals Sunbasket.com/slash-balanced b-a-l-a-n-c-e-d, and that is three free meals. That is so exciting. So enjoy, and we'll hop back into this conversation. I've known for a while that I was a highly sensitive person Mm -hmm. and very an empath and intuitive, but. uh, it's only very recent that I'm seeing the connection throughout my whole life of everything that that has meant. So that's really cool. And then of course, what you do now is amazing because you get to use all that in a beautiful way. How did you find Reiki?
1: I found Reiki through, I would say a series of like wonderful events. When I opened up my Pure Bar studio in Beverly Hills, I wanted to have a health and wellness day, and my amazing esthetician, her name's Biba De She's incredible. I think we, you and I talked about her. She's so great. Uh, I saw her right before I came today, oh. and she had practiced. She had studied Reiki, and she was going to come to the event and set up a little booth. And she asked if she, if I wanted somebody to come and do Reiki. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Sure. So this woman came and set up, you know, a table and a massage table and a chair. And they were doing, her and a couple other practitioners were doing Reiki on people, and they weren't touching them. And their hands were like hovering around their head. And I thought it was so weird. And I could not understand what was happening because it wasn't, I mean, it's not like you see sparks flying out of their hands or anything. So I thought it was really weird, but really cool. And the woman had said, you know, I'd love to, you know, give you a Reiki session. So I went in and had my first session, and she did EFT and Reiki on me, and I felt amazing after. I didn't have a clue what just happened to me, and but I felt incredible. And so I started to see her um, like every week, and then I ended up learning Reiki one, two, three, and Reiki Master Teacher from her over the course of several years.
0: That's so cool. Yeah,
1: and I had crazy back pain. Like my back pain was debilitating question if I can keep living life that way. And so, all I knew was that when I did Reiki or had Reiki sessions, I would feel this like relief and release. And it was so needed and welcomed.
0: And so, I just kept going back. So, the process of doing Reiki one, two, three, and mm-hmm. the master and all of that, how like, Is there like a standard number of hours like yoga, you know, 500, Not really.
1: I would say, I mean, at least what I know is Reiki because again, it's a newer kind of wave coming in. It's not as known, meaning people know about it now. A lot of people know about it in the U.S. or have heard of it. But from a standardization, it's really intended for you to like He's so cute. We're watching I'm Hudson. I'm staring okay. at Hudson. I can't so never take cute. my eyes off of him. Because he's such a lover. He's perfect. He's perfect. Oh, LOL. P-U-R. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's so perfect. He's so perfect. Um, he but yeah, so I... Like I lost what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I... My uh, fault. No, it's, it's <laughs> not. It's Hudson's fault because he's I so know. cute. No, I would say, you know, a lot of people ask me all the time about Reiki and studying Reiki and all that. Um there are definitely different institutions out there that have kind of commercialized and I think become a little bit like profiteering, which has happened in the yoga community yeah, and sure. the meditation community and everything. So it's also about understanding we live in a Western world where, you know, the chances of people, you know, going and studying with, you know, a Reiki master or a yogi or a meditation guru for 15 years is less likely. So... I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I certainly teach Reiki as well, but I do it kind of in a more subdued way. Like students have to email me and we meet and I connect with them. If I'm going to be somebody's Reiki master, I really take time to get to connect with them and know them. So, you know, a lot of people have asked me how or if they want to learn Reiki and I would just say, look for a Reiki master, try a session with somebody and then just see how it feels. See if you feel a connection with the person. I am, it's really cool. I um recorded the first Reiki Essentials course with Mind Body Green. Cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. It comes out in August. So it's actually a course, and you're basically learning everything about Reiki and learning how to do even Reiki on yourself in this course. So that's so yeah. cool! I'm really excited. Wait. It's like the, the first
0: one of its kind, so I'm really excited. Yeah, there's nothing out there like no. that, Mm-mm. as far as I know. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't tell you this before. I was going to though. Um, I've had a couple of different people tell me over the last couple months, including Marianne, who I was just telling yeah, you about, yeah. who's on the podcast, Marianne, the Medium, that I should be doing Reiki, that I should be like healing. I don't know. What do you call it? That I should be a Reiki practitioner. Well, I wasn't going to tell you either. But...
1: Oh my God. <laughs> now that you say it... Did you feel that way? Oh, I knew it. And I was actually... It's so funny because... This Thursday, I'm teaching a Reiki One class, and I was like, "I know you already have a full crazy day, but I may just have to tell you to cancel it and come and learn Reiki One."
0: Yeah, well, I saw that in your newsletter. And what time of the day? It's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Because I'm going to Ojai um, just for a friend's birthday, but I wonder what I can do. We're gonna talk about. We're this. gonna talk about it. I'll do anything to learn from you. Like Aww. even if we do, well, no, I, I we're don't gonna know if do you it one on one. Oh yeah, um, but it's your.
1: You're definitely gonna be oh a student. Oh my god. Of mine.
0: I feel like I could <laughs> cry because I'm so excited, and yes, and you're gonna get to do it on Hudson. Oh my god! That's so like special. reiki is
1: off the charts. Uh, I love doing I okay, do reiki on kids, and like people in hospitals. I do, I it, do on it on all the people, but on um,
0: animals, especially, it is so powerful. But yeah, I, I my mind is blown. I'm so excited. Yay! So was this just like an intuitive thing that you picked up on? Because you're so intuitive.
1: I knew already. And I was going to ask you to come on Thursday. And then I was like, whatever, if the gods, if the universe wants it and has it that way. But I like students to a lot of times, I don't often tell people that they're ready to learn Reiki because I like to allow you to have your process you know, to honor that practice in students. If I feel like somebody's really resisting and they haven't talked about it, I'm like, dude, you need to learn Reiki. Like, just shut up now. But for you, I really wanted you to have the
0: desire and the intuition that you were being called to it. So, yeah, I very Yay! much feel the desire. I've been telling Christina, my assistant for and close, close friend, for months, like I feel like I will, and I've told you this, I'm in this like spiritual awakening phase. I want to do some kind of healing modality. I don't know what it is. And at first I was like, is it my yoga? Is that what I'm supposed to be doing to, to heal? And then I had two separate. Psychic mediums laugh at me when I said, well, I do teach yoga. And they're like, that's not it. Like, it's more. It's, it's this whole other thing that you're supposed to be doing. And they both said Reiki. And the crazy thing oh God, is Georgia, Cash, amazing. the first medium, who is like so amazing… Before I had ever met you. This was like a week before I met you. Said to me, You're gonna have a crazy Reiki experience really Shut soon. Up. You never and told me. that. Yeah, this. I know. And it's all written in a journal too. Like I wrote down everything Holy you said. Shit. And then you're going to be a healer yourself. And then Mary said, like, you have yeah, like these powerful hands, and you should be. Well, that's doing also Reiki. why you're drawn to the
1: crystals, and because yeah. crystals have energy right? They're part of the mineral kingdom. So they all have energy too. And it's getting, I I mean, honestly, I believe everyone in the world should be Reiki one certified (laughs) because it's giving people the tool to understand and recognize their own life force energy. Right. And to be able to have, rather than be like, Oh, I'm sick or Oh my knee or Oh, whatever. You have something then to start to give yourself the healing. Right. To connect in and recognize the power of your own body, to recognize the power of your own mind, to acknowledge that you're more than just this like physical being, that you have this palpable connection to something far greater than what you can physically, you know, touch and see and feel. Yeah. So I am so excited. Me too. Ah, I'm like bursting with excitement. This
0: is so cool. Well, then what's amazing
1: is that you get, then you'll get to come, and this is what I do with all of my students. Then you come and assist
0: me. That's so cool, yeah. Like Gene did yeah. today, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was great, he put his hands on He's me, and I felt his energy, yeah. That's so cool, hell yeah! Hell yeah,
1: this is so next exciting. up. Jordan is going to be doing Reiki Healing Circle.
0: Uh, you seriously. heard it here, <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. That's what's so special. This podcast it records some of the most pivotal conversations. Oh my god, this me. is amazing! It's so cool,
1: it's so cool, and also, so you fun. know, and just even for anybody listening, like. I want to know like how many people want to learn Reiki yeah. because I have this desire to like I mean I'm teaching in New York this fall Reiki 1 and 2 and then I'm teaching Reiki 1 and 2 in LA but like I really have this desire I mean I'm from North Dakota my brother and sister live in Minnesota in Minneapolis and I opened up my first the first pure bar ever in the state of Minnesota No
0: way we yeah. have a
1: lot of listeners there I oh, see cool. them in the Facebook group yeah Hey guys yeah. um St. Louis Park that's the one I opened um but I You know, I want to know because I would, it would be such an honor to me to like do a tour and go out and bring Reiki to all of these different places because a lot of times people will message me and they want Reiki and they are, you know, in a state or a town and they don't even have, there's not even a practitioner for them to be able to go get sessions from. So there's a need. And right now, as you know, and as I know, people are recognizing that there's more than just like doctor appointments to have for the overall wellness of self. People want to have access to these other portals within themselves and they know that it's they know that it's available. They know that it's real and that people are doing it out there. So to anybody who feels called or drawn to reiki, I would say
0: be persistent and like let's get you reiki certified yeah. because the world needs it definitely well we should have a conversation about this in the Facebook group everybody listening if you're part of the Soul on Fire podcast tribe uh, if you're not just request and you'll be right in but we should have a conversation I'll start a thread and say yes. kind of see where people live and if they'd be interested and we can set you up on a tour that way oh my god oh, well cool. you're gonna be coming and I'll with I'll be there for Duh. sure we'll do yoga yeah we could Reiki, it. and
1: just create kind of conscious community and connection yeah
0: that's that's the most important thing. That's what I love the most about kind of meeting this community of podcast listeners. It's like a tribe of people who are like-minded, who are interested in all of this stuff, wellness, yeah. spirituality, bettering themselves, like finding that connection to themselves and the universe and everything beyond. So that would be crazy and I, special. I mean, it's amazing because it's like for each person listening, like you fucking matter.
1: Like no matter where you listen from, no matter what city you live in, no matter where you are, you matter. And you, you can manifest bringing us to where you live. Exactly. Because if you need it or you're feeling called to it, then manifest bringing us because we want to uplift the community. And we really, I mean, I know you and I can say we, because you and I both kind of operate from the same consciousness handbook is it's like, We want to see a world where everyone is in pursuit of their wellness and of their well-being. That's the greatest gift we can all give to ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's such an important point that you make that everyone listening they have the power to manifest or you I mean when listening talking to you you do have that power to manifest whatever it is that you're looking for if you want to learn more about things like reiki I mean this mind body green class that you're doing that's obviously available anywhere yeah. how cool is that plus yeah like you can just make it happen and we we do get spoiled I think living in Los Angeles we have everything at our fingertips but I actually yearn for a place that is a little um More quiet than L.A. So I think the grass is always greener. So people who are listening from a small town that don't really, doesn't really have access to all this cool stuff that we talk about. You have awesome things in in your town, like, maybe peace and quiet and not this constant, like, I am faced every day with this constant, like, choice. Like, do I go to this event? Do I go to that? And I know there could be worse problems to have, but it causes me a a personal, a a lot of anxiety. Yeah, or driving, I mean… We live between—I
1: live in Orange County and I live in downtown L.A. I teach at Unplug in Brightwood. I teach at the Den on La Brea. I own a pure bar in Beverly Hills. I own a pure bar in Woodland Hills. Like, I— Woodland Hills? Yeah, I co-own that one. Oh, cool. We got to get her in. Is—but it's like I'm always in the car. And so I sometimes, you know, talk to my parents all the time and I'm like, oh, gosh, I miss North Dakota. I miss, like, 10 minutes to get anywhere and you know there is always a trade-off where you live, but it's also about bringing whatever you desire and seek to you wherever you are.
0: You know exactly. No, it's so true. Because wherever you go, there you are. There and you are. You're I the common denominator. <laughs> yeah, I say that to myself out loud. Uh-huh. Like I was recently in Nicaragua, in the middle of the jungle, but still kind of thinking about some of the same things that give me anxiety and fear here. Because you're the and common I denominator said out loud. Wherever you go, Jordan, there you are. You could be in this dream location, like yourself, just everything going on inside carries with you everywhere you go. So it's worth doing the work.
1: And it's so worth, I mean, if I can say anything, it's that like the person that I am now and where I've come to in my life, I cannot sometimes comprehend that. I've gotten here. And sometimes I still try to sabotage myself and my life because it's like, I can't believe it sometimes. So I create bullshit that doesn't really exist or like I'll create a fight with my husband, even though there's nothing that we're really fighting about because it's just so sometimes it just feels so good that I have this like knee jerk reaction to sabotage some shit or to create chaos. And But the beauty of that is that now, because of my practices and because of Reiki and meditation and just getting to fucking know myself, I know when I'm doing it. And I can be like, oh, is there really anything I'm upset about right now? No. So maybe I just need to sit down and breathe for 10, 15 minutes and trust that I'm safe and that I'm willing to receive all of this abundance and that I am deserving and worthy of being. This human being. Yeah. And it takes a
0: lot. It does. And I've worked really, really hard to get here. <laughs> it takes daily work, like I was yes. saying. And it's, it is. It's that constant checking in and just being so aware. Like, we all do it. the The self-sabotaging yeah. and just all of it. And, I mean, you have a handle on it. Like, you radiate this total light happiness Mm. wherever you are it's so special and thank you it is cool that everyone has it within everybody has and that's
1: i think the best
0: that would be like the main message
1: i would want anybody to hear is whatever you know it's that saying if you can spot it you've got it so see the people that you feel like wonderful around that are light beings in your life or even if you don't know them if it's somebody that really embodies that or represents that to you And trust that because you are seeing it in someone else, it means you have it inside of you. It's just to also know and to please don't idealize anyone that you admire and put them up on a pedestal because I guarantee you they've gone through shit and they've worked really hard for the most part to get to who they are now. And so sometimes I always tell people they'll say things to me and I'm like, please don't, like, please don't put me on a pedestal. Please don't idealize me. I appreciate you can. You can see a light in me, and I love that, and I'm so grateful for that, but I am so much a human being, and when people have created this energy or this essence or this belief about me that my life is this or this or that or that, it actually stresses me out more. Because I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm like so imperfect. I'm, I am the opposite of perfect. And yeah. I love that about myself. But if you try to make me perfect or you make me believe or you try to get yourself to believe that I'm something other than I'm not, you're doing not only yourself a disservice, but now you're doing me a disservice. Because I get to be so fucking human. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. And <laughs> I want you to be human too. And it's like the minute we can all start to kind of like let our bellies out, you know, and like not try to like suck it in and hold it in and look all these certain ways. It's like, then we all get to come to this place where we're so deeply and beautifully and uniquely human that we're all thriving and operating on this very natural, authentic, honest level. Yes.
0: Yes. I love that. I can relate to that hugely because I have people in my in my own life ask me all the time isn't it stressful to meet people who listen to your podcast people who read your blog because aren't you worried that they think that you're someone that you're not kind of and I'm like no I mean I don't particularly worry about that because I just put my authentic self out there I am Of course, spent many years putting something else out there, which was totally different from how I actually am on a day-to-day basis. And I don't think I was ever lying, but it was like I was putting out this image of like who I wanted to be and who I thought I was. And then it took like a lot of breaking down, getting very sick in all sorts of ways, (laughs) physically, emotionally, mentally to realize well, that's just not what's important to me. I, all that's important to me is putting my authentic self out there. So people who meet me in person, I mean, yeah, they can have all of their thoughts and expectations of what I might be like, but ultimately I know I'm just the same person who's writing to them on the internet because that is just who I am. Yep. And I try I don't even have to try. I just I I don't try to be anything else. So that is nice, but of course, I mean, I'm sure some people who have met me still have had different expectations, but.
1: And that's okay. That's on them the same way it's on each of us to be responsible and know that like, as you said, wherever you go, there you are. It's like each of us is the common denominator in our life. So if there's people around you or things that piss you off or people or the job or the whatever, it's like the minute you stop blaming everything and everyone else, you actually get to come home to your true self. And that is where the magic is. It's like, that. that's where the power is, is to really that. get to know yourself.
0: So I briefly want to touch on, because we have all these beautiful crystals yeah. next to us, and you're such a crystal. Crystals. And I know I noticed last time I was with you, you also call them stones. Yes. So then I was thinking, should I not be calling them crystals? Oh, no, they're both. It's okay, stone. yeah.
1: I call, I mean, they're kind of, for me, they have such a depth and such an energy that I sometimes I feel like I'm like communicating with whatever they want to say yeah. about themselves to you or
0: whoever. Totally. Well, cause you have this intuitive nature about you where when you've presented me with crystals to choose from, and then I've chosen one, you're, all, you're like, yeah, I knew you were going to, that's the one that you I know, needed. I know. I never want to like flip people out
1: cause I have, I sometimes want to hold it and then point to the one that I think that they're going to get. But I love watching them create the decision themselves because I can hear the crystal Speaking and being like, I'm going home with this person. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's unbelievable. So the energy of the crystals. Like, so for people listening who just want to get into crystals. I know people tell me that daily because I've been getting into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where's a good place to start and what should they be looking
1: for? I mean, if you can, I would say definitely… I always think it's really great to touch the crystals, to see the crystals. So if you live someplace where you can go into a crystal shop, or if you're traveling, a lot of great cities have awesome crystal stores. So if you are going on a trip, like look and see if you can find a spot to get to. I would say, you know, I think one of the first best stones for people is rose quartz. It's such a, it's just one of the ones you have right now. It's such an amazing, loving and healing and clearing stone. Um, I think all of us need some heart healing. And to me, the rose quartz really represents that. I think any type of general quartz is an amazing stone as well, just to kind of clean energies and allow yourself to receive clarity and dissolve any type of energy that you're wanting to release around you. Um, Like you have that quartz pyramid, Mm -hmm. right? And What's also interesting is every type of stone also has a different shape and a different shape can also represent a different energy with it, right? So like a heart stone like you have, or you could have a raw amethyst, right? Or you might have a tower like the one you have with the quartz, which is kind of like a generator, right? So it's, am- it's releasing the energy and then kind of like getting it out of the way. And whereas if you have a sphere, it's kind of more of that like universal oneness energy. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I also think it's important too, to not just see the little stones that are kind of handheld, but also if you want to get into bigger stones to not just look at the stone itself, but also the shape it's coming in. And if it's in a more polished or a more raw form. So cool. Yeah. And then I think because we're all, we have so much technology around us all of the time that I would say it's really great to also have some type of a Black tourmaline, or a labradorite, or some type of a stone. Um, Shungite is a new one that one of my teachers has introduced me to. Any type of a stone that can help dissolve EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, and kind of just keep you protected from any of that negative energy. Like in my Pure Bar Beverly Hills studio, I have black tourmaline and rose quartz in every single corner of the studio
0: <laughs> I love that that's so beautiful yeah let's keep your space so it keeps everybody's always point. like the space
1: is so amazing I feel so good here and some of them realize and most of them don't that
0: there's crystals everywhere in that studio that's working on them and with them um every day amazing Yeah. Yeah, I've just started my collection, most most of which being from from you. (laughs) And oh I was laughing so hard the other day when I posted on my Instagram story
1: uh, oh, you're yeah. And, I'm like hoping.
0: I said that it was an amethyst, and you wrote back. I was like, I love no, this. it's a ruby. That's a ruby, my love. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I was looking at it, thinking you knew this isn't an amethyst, but I'm just like gonna type this intuitively. Just... I knew you knew. I, I did like, know, but oh, I knew love. I got an amethyst from you, like yeah. last time I saw you, and then yeah. I'm thinking, where did this? Where did this come from? And the ruby is super
1: powerful. It's
0: so pretty. Yeah. What do, What is ruby? So ruby do? is
1: like I mean, think of queens. Queens wear rubies, right? So it's kind of connecting you to that almost like the queen abundant energy. Yeah. Like a ruby is for that regal force within us. So it's connecting you to that part of you that is worthy of bringing in abundance, allowing yourself to create kind of your, your queen, your high priestess energy. I keep raw rubies in like if you have, if you own a business or something, I put raw rubies in the cash box just to create that more energetic connection to abundance.
0: Oh, I'm going to do that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. So, okay, well, I, now I'm seeing like, there are thousands of other things I want to talk to you about. But, Bring it on. Sister. But so that we can, this will be episode one of like a what I'm, envisioning to yeah, be yeah, like yeah. a massive series of us, which mm-hmm. I'm just so excited Hell about. Yes. And I think now is the time that we do, you do let's the do distant the, Reiki. Yeah, oh, I
1: would love it. So if you can, just allow yourself to receive. So if you're in some place where you can sit down and close your eyes, and if you're not, no problem. Just start to expand your breath. So let's all take a unified inhale and then open your mouth as you exhale. Let's do that twice more. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. One more time. And as you begin to follow the flow of your breath, allow yourself now to receive, to go into this essence of your receiving, your receptors inside the body, the mind, the heart, the breath. Your invitation right now is to let go, allow your shoulders to relax, allow your mind to soften, And feel this essence of healing light, this distance reiki. And let's place it on top of your shoulders. So, imagining any of the weight, any of the stress, any heaviness that you've been holding or carrying, let this light just help clear. And release and dissolve any of that energy in the shoulders. Allow yourself to let it go. Don't need to know what it is, you can just release. Continue to breathe. Now allow that energy to come into the spine. Relaxing, opening, filling up every single vertebra. Going into the central nervous system with this light. To acknowledge and remember that you have permission to let go. You are enough now. And that everything you are feeling, everything that is releasing, everything that is shifting, is for your highest good. So that you can receive letting go, a lighter load. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. (sighs) Gently bring your hands to your heart center taking a unified breath between these hands that give and receive in this heart. Set an intention or a prayer or a blessing for yourself for this day, for this night, wherever you are. Send yourself a prayer and intention. And when you're ready, Bowing the head, breathing into that heart space, into that prayer. Namaste.
0: Namaste. There you go. Oh, my God, how beautiful.
1: (sighs) Yeah, and I just would encourage everyone to feel free to reconnect to that or replay it at any time because the distance Reiki is there and you are able and willing and ready to receive it whenever you need it.
0: Yeah, and I just want everyone listening to know these are not just words coming out of Kelsey's mouth. Like she goes to another place and she uses her hands and her breath. And I could tell just by looking at you, I haven't done that before because I usually close my eyes and do the whole thing with you. I was Mm -hmm. kind of captivated watching you. You go to a different place and I can see like your eyes are fluttering. Things are happening and there's real magic there. Yeah. Real Reiki magic. So having this on recording is really special. And everyone listening, maybe you're in your car or you're working and you just listened and had your first little taste of Reiki. And I would totally encourage you to go home later when when you have time and experience that because there's totally energy in this recording
1: there is and it's a powerful because it's you know and I have some like distance reiki that I send um and I have a very modest youtube page <laughs> but I have different recordings there and you can go on and click on any of them and if you kind of want like back to back healing and reiki and messaging those are really beautiful experiences to connect with, and they're not. Yes, they're done for a Monday of a specific week, but kind of. I always tell people whenever you receive it and whenever you are listening to it, it's exactly what you're needing and what is
0: intended for you that day. Yeah, and I like being on your newsletter. One of the few, very yeah, few so that I She's subscribe like, to. I do not subscribe to many, but yours is one. No, I no, do. I because. Because It comes through on the Mondays and yeah. so then you get it and like maybe it wasn't on the top of my mind that it was even a Monday and then I get that and it channels me back. I've been watching it the videos. Sets you up
1: for the Monday and the yeah. week ahead. It's like yeah. a reset and a refresh for the week.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So everyone, you can just sign up for Kelsey's newsletter on your site. I saw that it's right there yep. on your homepage. So that was beautiful. Thank Thank you you. so much for sharing. Thank you so much.
1: And I am so excited. We are getting Jordan trained for her Reiki. I'm so excited. And I can't wait because I'm going to teach you EFT too and the tapping. And for those of you that have never done tapping, again, it's not all complete yet, but um, soon on my YouTube channel channel there'll be videos for tapping and like one for the morning to set you up for the day and one for anxiety and one for um, I just did one with well and good for flying so if you have a fear of flying you can see it on the well and good page of to do like a little tapping series of your for yourself before you get on a plane
0: yeah and maybe before this episode comes out or shortly after it comes out we can film just like a little video oh, on yeah. my phone and, or on my camera, phone, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and put it on a few different places so that people can see.
1: Tapping you guys is so incredible. It's it a- absolutely magical. absolutely changed my life. And really, I mean, I've seen you change too from it. Like my relationship with anxiety became so much, I don't even know the right word. It just completely diminished so much of the anxiety and stress that I have and I still use tapping now. Like if I'm having a shitty day or if I feel anxious about something and I can't connect to it, I will just start tapping on myself and it every time it helps me shift.
0: Yeah and there's something about that repetition like when you were tapping me and with the words I am balanced because I am imbalanced. With that repetition and the tapping and everything else of the whole experience of that day, it stuck with me and I can think about it like every time I go to that place of feeling imbalanced or, you know, that's like a neuroticism of mine because I want to be balanced and that is kind of my life's work. So, But then it tips the
1: scale. It's like what we were saying with like healing people. Yeah, neuroticism. It's
0: not bad. So all of that has been so incredibly helpful. So incredibly helpful. Yes. And also, people listening, Kelsey and I are planning something. As if we weren't already planning enough in this conversation. (laughs) It's going to be a retreat. I'm so excited. In 2018 and more details to come. But it's going to be so special. Insane. And we want you guys there. How special would that be?
1: It's honestly just retreats I feel like are so... I've been doing them for a while now and every time I do one because we do Reiki circles and we're connecting and vibing on such a different level and then bringing you and all of your yoga teachings and it's just people walk away and stuff that they haven't been to work able to work through or places inside of themselves that they haven't been willing or wanting to explore, it all surfaces in the most wonderful, healing, loving way during a retreat and I've seen the most amazing friendships blossom. I've seen people have things that they've been holding onto or even physical stuff or anything for years. And like this one girl had a, almost like a wart on her hand. She's had it for over 10 years. She came on one of my retreats to Mexico and she came home and no shit, it just fell off. It wasn't like anything. It just off, she was like, "My mind is fucking blown. Like I've had this for forever." So, meaning, and all that is to say, like, just the specialness yeah. of this vortex that is created during these retreats is just so powerful.
0: It is special. I can't when, wait. I know. Once we plan all the details, we'll have you back on, and then yes. we can talk all about that. So, everyone listening. There'll be details to come, and we're both going to be at the Good Fest in February. Oh my gosh, I'm so So excited! So anyone who's thinking about coming to the Good Fest in LA, come! come. It's going to be so fun, and Kelsey's going to lead the morning meditation, and I'll be teaching yoga. And that's a special place to meet people too. Oh yeah, so many like-minded community. I've seen friendships blossom like crazy out of the one. in Philadelphia so this it's will be really, really special
1: amazing and yeah just I mean anybody who wants to connect or have questions like feel free my website is just KelseyJPatel.com and you can send me an email connect on Jordan and I
0: are always on Instagram we're like we send, me Instagram, we send our, Insta our messages stories. to each other on all of it yes we it. do yeah and we'll put your website in the show notes and make it really easy for everybody and links to the good fast and everything so i can't wait to connect with all of you guys i know so special well thank you for being here kelsey you're amazing you're
1: right if you can spot it you've got it so right back at you and now i get to go scoot to teach my meditation yeah exactly
0: i know it's perfect it's right down the street so perfect yay love you love you